Welcome back, everyone, to another interview of the podcast. And on today's interview, I have the pleasure of being joined by Emily Anderson from the Maine women's hockey team. Uh, Emily, thank you so much uh, for coming on the podcast today. And how are you doing? Thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm doing good. I'm happy to be back and starting the my senior year. And it's all exciting. So I'm good. Yeah, is it weird to be a senior knowing that this could be your final year um, at Maine if you don't take your fifth year, obviously? Yeah, it's um, it's interesting is probably the best way I can describe it because now I've had this plan for four years. And before that, I had a three-year plan of, of doing high school. And now I have to make some decisions again and, and see where life takes me. So it's um it's weird, but I'm also excited to see what the future brings me and, and what's gonna happen. Yeah, and at the time of us recording this, you guys are coming off a hard-fought series against Quinnipiac. Uh, what are your thoughts, I guess, on this year's team, and what have you taken away from the games you've played so far? Yeah, um, it's definitely it's we have a, a lot of new girls, and then brought in three new very competent coaches, so we had like the first couple of weeks we definitely had to get used to them and adjust a little and and some new uh, systems to adjust to but I think it looks promising I think uh, we have a great group and I think that um, <clears throat> it's exciting um, what what is to come yeah one thing I've noticed about your team is you guys have a lot of international players including yourself does that help a player like you to have other players who are also from Europe that might understand your playing style a little bit better? Yeah, I think um, it's both good and bad, I think, uh, or not bad, but coming over overseas is difficult. So having someone with you to um, help you out in different situations, help you understand some things um, is very helpful. I know for myself, uh, we had a, a previous Danish player on the team for my freshman and sophomore year and and it was very helpful for me um, getting into the system because it is very different. And I think it is um, it feels good to have some some people around you that understands the little cultural differences um, and we can laugh about it and we can be confused about things together instead of being alone with the with some curiosities. What's the biggest cultural difference between Denmark and the U.S.? I don't know. I think it's a lot. There's a lot of different ones. I think food is the one major one. Um, there's a lot of the same foods, but uh, at the same time, I think it's also very different. Um, people over here are very, very energetic, which yeah. is um, which is good. I like it, but at the same time, it's uh, sometimes it was a it was a bit overwhelming for me in the beginning because I was just used to being shy and quiet in the corner, but there's not a whole lot of space for that. So yeah, I think those two might be, be the biggest ones. Yeah. And obviously being a senior, what type of leadership have you tried to bring to the team this year? Are you more of a vocal leader or lead by example type of player? Um, I hope to uh, lead by example more, but I think that I have a lot of experience um, 
with my whole career and just life experience in general. So I hope I can I can lead by um, by words too, like not only speaking up in front of the team, but but be a leader in in the. I don't know how to explain it, but like in the in the hidden, like I might not be the one speaking up every single time in in between periods, but um, lead by making sure the freshmen were doing good or understanding what's going on and and making sure that everyone is uh, feeling good and great about themselves. I think that's what I hope to uh, be able to do. Now, obviously, you guys did get a new coach in Molly Engstrom. what are your thoughts on that hire and how have you guys had to have you tried to adjust to a new coach since you've been used to another one for three years? That must be kind of a difficult thing for you. Yeah, I think um, the most difficult part is probably like uh, switching back to D, I think. I, um, I've i been playing D my entire life and, and freshman year I played D with the with the previous coaches, but they decided to put me on forward and and I struggled a little bit with it and I struggled with finding my identity as a forward. Um, and now going back to D again, and it's very exciting. It's what I did my whole life, but they, they're competent. Our coaches, Molly and uh, Jen and Chris Kirstie are all uh, very competent defensive coaches. So, um, they pay attention to the details and, and there's a few things to work on, which is good, but, but yeah, it's, it's been a little difficult start coming back here. Um, I think sometimes it's hard to like adjust from playing with the national team and, and coming over here because it's different uh, styles we play. And so, yeah. Yeah, you had quite an interesting offseason playing for Denmark in the World Championships that was hosted in Denmark. How cool was that for you to have that experience playing in that big international tournament in your home country? Yeah, it was um, beyond what I could imagine. Um, it was really sick. I was very excited to play at home, to have family, be able to just drive up and see it. Um, actually... We played in Frederickshavn, but the other city was Herning, which is my home city. Unfortunately, we didn't make it there, but uh, it was very exciting to see female hockey at the highest level being played in my home ice. Um, Especially, I know for myself, it was hard growing up playing or being a female in in such a male-dominated sport because they weren't really allowing girls to play, so... Being able to see that and to show the, the top people in, in, in that club, is it was really exciting to see that, um, that all the best players in the world were there. Yeah, and I kind of want to transition now to the beginning of your career. So you are from Denmark, like we've mentioned before. Um, how did you start playing hockey? Um, in because Denmark isn't kind of known for a country of known as a hockey country. So I'm just curious how you got how you got started playing the game. Yeah, um, I, my, both my mom and dad played, um, my dad's siblings, my mom's siblings later played. Um, I have three brothers, two of them older, and both of them were playing. So it was kind of like, I was kind of just born into the world. So I started playing uh, right away. I think I skated for the first time when I was like a year old. Um, 
and I always loved it. I would play a bunch of different sports like soccer. I did gymnastics, tennis, dance, uh, wrestling. I tried out with a lot of different sports, but I would always stick with hockey and I would always seem to, to that would always be my primary, primary sport. Um, so yeah, that's, that's how I started. And then it seemed like it was, um, my whole, my later, I have a lot of cousins that are also playing or have played. So it seemed like a family thing to do. And, and we would all miss out on birthdays, but we would all meet up, meet up at the rink. So, um, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, who was your favorite player growing up? Was it somebody in Denmark or was it someone in the NHL or was it a women's player in the national team? Like who was like someone you idolized um, as a kid? Um, I think when I was playing as a kid, I don't, I never really looked up to anyone specific. I, uh, I sort of just enjoyed the sport and, and I didn't, re- I wasn't really the big hockey or not really on TV at home. Um, mm-hmm. So I never really watched a whole lot of TV or hockey on TV and, if you wanted to watch NHL, it would be through social media, watch clips on YouTube. So that wasn't very big for me growing up either. But um, I would say I had three female players that I would look up to, which um, was uh, now our captain on our national team, Josephine Jacobson. Um, she was in college and so was um, Michelle Carvinen, who... So partially Danish and and or half Danish, half Finnish, play on the Finnish national team. And then the last one is uh, Henriette Östergaard, who uh, came out of my home city and and all three of them played in college. And um, at the time, there wasn't really any bigger league. So college seemed to be like the highest you could do. So seeing growing up, seeing them being able to make it all the way was was kind of pat like paving the way for me to where I could set my goals and and what would be uh, possible for me and for my future. Yeah, and you talk mentioned that you grew up in a hockey family. Uh, your brother currently is in the NHL as a goaltender for the Hurricanes. So I gotta ask you, talk a little bit more about growing up in a hockey family and how has people like your brother have helped your game improve over the years? Um, yeah, I think um growing up in a hockey family we would talk about hockey but we would also know the limits with each other and I think that was very helpful um and by that I mean knowing when to say what and what to say when um I think my parents were pushing me but they weren't being too pushy they they always made sure that I was having fun and it wasn't, it didn't become a thing that I didn't want to do. And if I didn't feel like um, playing, I'm sure they would have accepted that. Uh, luckily, I never really got tired of the sport. So I always had that thrive of going. And then they would all, they would obviously be competent too. So they would have little things to say at home um, to tell me what I could improve on. And then later, my brother, my oldest brother, Freddie, he he had great success and and made it first to Sweden and then moved on to the U.S. And at the beginning, I was probably 
12 years old so I didn't really understand like how big of a deal it was but but later on um obviously I understand more and he was he's a goalie so he didn't have too too much but but sometimes he would tell me that um from his point of view and like what he thinks I could work on and then things like that and just growing up watching him um both being able to make it from little herning Denmark to the big scene but also just um witnessing his change of personality of of how much uh, he really puts into it. And and I've realized that you can't just, I wouldn't say I was never working hard, but, but I've realized that it takes more than just working hard. Like you got to do all the little things. And then my second older brother, um, Sebastian, you, he quit now, but he used to play defense as well. So, so he would be able to understand me better. And then um, he could give me a few little tips um when they watch my games they for sure always have little comments on my uh my game now talk a little bit more about your journey to college hockey you you played in Sweden uh so what was that experience like for you and just talk about your recruitment process what made you want to go to the U.S. and play college hockey and why was Maine the school for you yeah so uh for me growing up I always had this feeling that that uh College hockey D1 was probably the highest you could go as a female player at that time. So I I had that as one of my goals. I had another goal to go to Sweden and play. And and I was lucky enough to get a spot in Lynn Shipping for um, high school hockey. Or we don't really do high school hockey over there, but I did high school in Sweden um, playing for the for Lynn Shipping. Um, so yeah, it, it was a great experience for me. I learned a lot of things, not only on the ice, but but there's a lot of things outside that goes into it too. Um, just being able to live on my own um, at the age of 15 or 16. Um, I was quite the distance from my parents. So it gave me a whole other, it gave me an opportunity to grow up faster, which I have appreciated a lot and which I feel like I have also being able to transport into my hockey now that um, that I have a little more um, uh, experience in my backpack that I can like bring out when when in different situations. Um, but yeah, so when I was playing in Sweden, I think more eyes started like or I was exposed more um, and I would go to a few college hockey showcase camps and I would talk to a few and I was being told I should call coaches and all of this but I think I kind of sort of grew away from playing uh, college hockey and grew away from that thought because no one had reached out to me and I didn't put any effort into reaching out to people but then my last year in Sweden my um I guess you could call it senior year in in, in high school um Trey uh the former coach here reached out to me and um we started talking uh the former coach of Maine um we started talking and the dream kind of sparked a little light again and I I was really excited about it I knew what 
that it might not be be it for me but but I always was like I want to take it year by year and if I don't like it like it's a great great experience that I'll never be able to um forgive myself if I didn't take up on it and so I said yes and and came over and I'm very grateful that that I did and I'm very grateful that I got recruited yeah, and what was like the biggest adjustment you had to make to college hockey uh, coming over from Europe? Um, I think small eyes definitely made time and space less. Like I had to learn that. I, I think in Sweden, I would play on a senior team, so I wouldn't I would play on a higher level that I necessarily like maybe higher than than I would like. Uh, my abilities were to so I didn't play a whole lot and I didn't have a whole lot of confidence coming in <clears throat> but when I came over here it uh it um it just felt great it was a good little um new boost like uh something different and it was exciting but then I didn't play a whole lot and I <sighs> broke my arm freshman year and um yeah, it, it was definitely also tough. It was uh, tough on, on different ways. And yeah. Yeah. And how do you like handle the adjustment of being far away from home? Obviously, you said you were used to it, dealing with it when you were playing in Sweden before college. But I feel like it's going to be kind of amplified a little bit more in college hockey since you're in a since you're all the way across the Atlantic Ocean in a whole different country with like you've mentioned, like a different culture than what you grew up in. Yeah, I was struggling a lot uh, when I was in Sweden my first year and it got better and better. And then by the time I got over here, I feel like the homesickness had had gone away and I was used to just living on my own. It was definitely a change living in the dorms, having to share a room, but I just saw it as a fun experience. Um, I think that with today's technology, I didn't suffer as much. Like I've been fortunate to be able to just call home. I think the biggest frustration is that they're not up at night. And, and sometimes at night, that's when we have the most time or when I have time to actually talk. So um, planning management of, of your days has been an, an adjustment to be able to get all the calls in that I want to make. Um, luckily, I do have a brother over here on this side. Um, and I got a, like a lot of friends my freshman year. I have a whole a whole team that that's always here to support me. So I think I've just always been so busy, like college is busy and, and, and not just in bad ways with like homework and all of this, but, but if we had an open, open night, we would go do something. Um, so I don't really think that it has affect me, affected me too much um, being so far away. Now you've had interesting time uh, so far in your career with Maine uh, in your freshman year, you won you won your series against Boston University in the hockey's quarterfinals. So that was your first time ever advancing in the playoffs. Then your sophomore year, you dealt with a lot of challenges due to the pandemic and only played in 10 games. To me about your three years so far with Maine and what have you taken away from it just because so much has happened? Um, 
Um, I think freshman year, I, I never really understood that it was a big, as big of a deal as it was um, that we made it on to the, or we beat B, BU the, in those, in the quarterfinals. I, I think I knew it was big. I knew that BU is a, a big school and, and obviously they were definitely better in season, I think. Um, it was, yeah, I, I just don't think that I understood that it was some, I think sometimes because you know the history of the schools and the programs, um, you have more respect for other schools when, in fact, you always have to have respect for other people, but sometimes you just got to go and, and leave all the past behind you. And so I think it was, um, it was super cool that freshman year and I was devastated not moving on from the semifinals. I think moving on to the next year, I came in um, with like a new energy and, and unfortunately there was the pandemic. So it was kind of um, unknown what was going on. Like one weekend we would play and then um, next weekend we wouldn't, we were supposed to play and then supposed to leave but someone tested positive and then we couldn't go. So it was a lot of uncertainty, but I think we had a great group. Um, I think we were really good at adjusting and reacting. Um, so I think it was exciting to learn in different ways, not necessarily just on the ice, but also outside how to um, be prepared for anything that can happen, how to be together. Um, and then last year, there's a little more um, structure over the season, but I think that it's been really interesting playing with Maine because we aren't really the best team in, in the conference, but I think that we have shown that um, we can we can annoy some of the top teams. And, and we've seen that last year um, against BC when we beat them. And, and um, I think... Uh, we can do some interesting stuff this year too. Yeah. Did you gain a little bit more of an appreciation when you beat BC in the quarterfinals than your freshman year against BU? Cause you kind of understood it a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. Um, <clears throat> I still try my best to just not think too much of the teams and, and the players because I know for myself, that's when I start overthinking the game. Um, so I just don't, don't think too much about it. Um, I think that if you want to be the best, you will have to be able to beat anyone. So it doesn't really matter if, if it's BC or whoever it is. But it was definitely really cool to beat the, a team with that history and with, with that respect around their name, um, especially coming from Maine. Like, that was, that was a big deal. Now, last season, you improved your game significantly compared to your sophomore year. So I just want to ask you, in your opinion, what do you think was the biggest improvement you made to your game? Um, I think keep growing, keep gaining experience. I think the more I play, the more confident I get. I think, um, yeah, growing as a person and as a player, I think it it's difficult for me to answer too much, too, because I've always been a D, and then that, that um, sophomore year they switched me up as forward and – I was quite probably a little confused what I was doing. Um, 
and then again I would say last even last year I was kind of confused at times so I would be thrown in everywhere uh, which made it difficult for me but I just tried to take the opportunity I got and and deal with it and do the best of of the situation and then I think the more you play the more confident you get as well now I do want to ask you because last season you got to represent Denmark in the Olympics Uh, what was that experience like for you going over to China and playing there um it's funny because it's something I just never thought that that we would do. I, it's it's always been a dream, but I also kind of grew up and realized that that it was almost impossible for us. But but we made it, and it was sur- sur- surreal. Yes. Um, <laughs> it was uh, something I really appreciate being able to experience. Um, China was an interesting country to visit um, and just playing against the best players in the world has been been crazy. Um, just before Worlds this time, we, we were so lucky that Canada wanted to play an exhibition game against us and, and it's incredible seeing how, how much better they are and, and just understanding how much we have to work. Um, I think that's good sometimes too. Um, but yeah, playing in the Olympics have been something I definitely will never forget. Um, unfortunately, we didn't uh, get the best results, but uh, but it sounds bad. But just being there was just it was just incredible. It was um, it was definitely a milestone uh, reached. Yeah, especially since you got to be there with some of your other teammates as well. How cool was that? Yeah, um, the great thing about, or what do you mean, the teammates on Maine? Yes. Yeah, um, it was super cool, super interesting. Um, also, former uh, teammates were there, and, and then it was so fun to meet up with them again. Like, I we always have this little main family kind of thing. Like um, even though we go to worlds, like we still know each other, we still talk to each other. Um, and it was super, super cool to be there alongside teammates and former teammates and, and share that experience with them. And, and Rahel was there too. And, and it's still something we talk about today. It's something we talked about down there and, and it's, it's something both of us, both of, both of us have together and then that we share and then are able to talk about together. Now, what are your goals and expectations for this season? I know you've already played two games. I'm curious if your teams have any aspirations to accomplish something uh, this year, like maybe making it to the hockey's championship game or something like that. Um, We haven't sat down as a team and and, uh, written down a whole list of goals, but that is um, definitely the goal. I think everyone, without even talking um, loudly about it or what you say, but um, that is something we are all on the same page uh, on. And um, two of my years here now, we have made it to the like on the quarterfinals, but but that's just not enough anymore. Um, that's something we have to do. We have to get there. And, 
And I think you definitely have an interesting group that can do it. And so, yeah. yeah, getting to the final is definitely our goal. Well, one more question I want to ask you is, do you have anything you want to add to the podcast or any shout outs you want to give to any of your teammates, family members or friends that I might have not mentioned? Um, I don't know. I, I want to thank you for having me on. Thank you for uh, putting some light to the game and, and some um, recognition to the game. I think that's great. And I think that's uh, what the, carries the game on. Well, thank you so much, Emily, for coming on the podcast. I truly appreciate your time. It means a lot to myself. And it's cool getting the chance to interview players who aren't from Canada and the U.S. because I find your experience is super interesting to learn about. So thank you for sharing it with me. And I know the audience will appreciate it as well. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Walking in, I know it's true